The kingdom of God does not come by observation. Listen to this very carefully. The kingdom of God does not come by observation. Meaning, it's not something that you probably can see with your physical eyes. Bible says the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So how many of you have the Holy Spirit? Okay. If you believe in Jesus, if you have heard the gospel, if you believed in the gospel, that means you have the Holy Spirit. And if you have the Holy Spirit, the kingdom of God is within you. Because the kingdom of God goes wherever the king goes. And if the king has come, entered your life, that means the kingdom of God is within you. We're not looking for a kingdom, a future kingdom that will come after we die. We can actually look for a kingdom that is already within us because the king is within us. The kingdom goes with the king. So what is the kingdom? The kingdom of God does not come by observation so tell one another and say you know if you don't see the kingdom with your physical eyes it's okay because it does not come by observation jesus said jesus said in luke 17 21 he said don't say look here it is or look there it is for the kingdom of god is within you it's in the midst of you the problem is we are still waiting for some sign on the sky for the kingdom to come Whereas you just have to look at the king to see the kingdom. You see the king, you'll see the kingdom. How do you see the king? You see the king through your spiritual eyes. That's what Jesus said. Unless a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom. Are you born again? How are you born? You're born from the spirit. If you're born from the spirit, your spiritual eyes can see the kingdom. So even though in the natural, you know, you don't see anything. You just see the brown doors and the gray walls and the dark stage wall. You just see that in the natural, but your spiritual eyes has the capacity to see the kingdom. And that kingdom is of joy, peace and righteousness in the Holy Spirit. What is righteousness? Righteousness is anything that needs to be set right is set right. If anything is broken, that needs to be set right. If anything that needs restoration, that needs to be set right. The righteousness of God sets it right completely. So if you have the kingdom of God and your kingdom, this kingdom that is within you has a reality to give you the joy, the peace and the righteousness of God, right? Then what is stopping us from living a life that Jesus wants us to live? What is stopping us from living a life that Jesus lived? See, Jesus spoke to his disciples and he said, Hey, greater these things that you're seeing, these things are great. Yes, I know, but you shall do greater things. You shall do greater things. How can you do greater things? Because this kingdom of God that is within you, it has the potential to overflow from your life and to be a blessing. It has a potential to do that. It has a capacity to do that. See, I'm saying, if you switch on that tap, that tap will only flow according to the limit of the tank that is on the terrace. If you switch on something that is within your spirit, the kingdom will flow, say with me, limitless, without measure. Because the Holy Spirit is not limited. The Holy Spirit is not 
in measure. There's limitless power, limitless glory, limitless fire, limitless presence of God that can overflow from within you. That's your potential. So why limit? Why limit to a Sunday event? Why limit to a Wednesday Bible study when it has the potential to overflow and to to go beyond that your mind can think? Did you know that heaven, heaven has no limits? The only limits that we see in our lives from heaven is the limit that we have set in our minds. The day you say, this is enough God, the oil stops. The day you say, Lord, this presence, this much presence is enough, it stops there. Limits are not set by heaven. Limits are set by you and me. The day we say, this, this building of the church, this is the capacity that we can cater to. Lord, that's enough. It stops there. Our minds, our minds are the ones that limit. This limitation that we set on the minds is what limits the presence and the work of God that He wants to do in and through our lives. Our minds, God never wants to. God is an overflowing God. He's a God He's, he's a God who wants to flow without measure. He gives the Spirit without measure. So if there's any limit that we have, we experience that limit is set by our minds because our minds cannot think beyond a certain level. You know, I did my engineering. I, I passed out in 2010. When I came back, I, I really wanted to serve God. And I was serving God in whatever capacity I could. But I saw a pattern in my life. And that pattern was, there were some days where I was on a spiritual high. And some days when I was on a spiritual low. And then high, then low. So it was like a wave. For two years, I struggled with this. I saw this, I was like, God, this is frustrating. This is absolutely ridiculous. You know, when I'm on that spiritual high, I'm like on fire for the Lord. And, you know, I can see amazing things happen. And, you know, the, the kids who were there at that time, they, they were also, you know, they would catch that fire. And it was amazing. You know, it was like the presence of the Lord filling the place. And then when I'm on spiritual low, I don't want to take anybody's calls. I don't want to encourage anybody because I know what I'm going through. Like I'm talking about absolute spiritual low. Like you can't even call it spiritual. It's carnal. Okay? And I saw this pattern. I saw this pattern. And I was like, I was so worried. I was so depressed because I'm like, God, you called me for ministry. I know that I heard your voice. I know that you called me to, a, to be a blessing. But why is it? Why is it? My life is not consistent. My life is not consistent with your word. Why is it that it has to go in waves? Why can't I not live in the consistent reality of the kingdom? If the kingdom of God says that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace and joy, then why is my life not reflecting that consistently? Why am I not experiencing joy consistently? Why am I not experiencing peace consistently? And how many of you really pray for that? How many of your prayers is that? I want to live consistently. 
Live consistently by your word. Live consistently in the reality of the kingdom. Live consistently in the joy of the Lord. Live consistently in the peace of the Lord. Not live in phases. You know, when Sunday morning you come to church, you're like, oh, oh, I am so much in the fire. And then when you go back, you see something your father and mother doing, you're like, put off. Am I speaking to somebody? Yeah? Why are we not consistent in this reality of the kingdom? Can I ask you something? Did you and me do anything to be in this kingdom other than accepting Jesus? Did you pick yourself up from the dominion of darkness and walked and went into the kingdom? Did you do that? Colossians 1.13 says, He delivered you from the power of darkness and He has transformed you, translated you into the kingdom of His Son. Did you and me do anything? Other than saying yes to Jesus, did you and me do anything? Then why is it our lives do not show that consistent reality of the kingdom? Because the truth is, as your spirits, your spirits are saved 100%. Say with me, my spirit is saved 100%. Okay, so your spirit is in heaven right now. Okay, your spirit that has, that is one with the Holy Spirit. Your spirit that is in the kingdom is experiencing kingdom reality all throughout. You don't experience it. You are offended. You are, you know, you have bitterness. You have pride. Doesn't matter. But your spirit has been saved the day you said yes to Jesus. Your spirit has been saved 100%. Are you happy to know that? Your spirit has been saved 100%. But the thing is, our soul are being saved. Our soul, which is our heart, which is our mind, is still in the process of being saved. That's why there's a pull from the power of darkness. The power of darkness knows that it cannot get your spirit because your spirit is saved. So what the power of darkness does is make your life miserable on the earth as you're living. The power of darkness knows that your eternal salvation is secured. He knows that. The devil knows that. The demons know that. So what can they do? The worst that they can do is right now make your life miserable. And how do they make your life miserable? By throwing these emotions that are offensive, these emotions that are negative, these thoughts that are bad, these thoughts that are against the word of God, these thoughts that do not submit itself to Jesus. And that's why when we receive those thoughts, we are like, yeah, I am saved, but I don't experience the joy of salvation. Yeah, I am saved, but I don't experience the peace of salvation. Yes, I am saved, but my life does not reflect the righteousness of Jesus. Why? Why is that consistency missing? Because that consistency is missing over here in the soul. In the soul, something is, something is happening here in the heart and in the mind. That's why when we come to these events, you know, in the atmosphere, when things change, our hearts like, oh, something changed. The atmosphere, when we, when we enter such supernatural atmosphere, you know, when our hearts change, we are like, oh, wow. Something's different today. I feel joyful. I feel, why are you joyful? I don't know. But you're joyful, you're peaceful. Why? Because it's the joy and peace that comes from the Lord. Okay? So when I was struggling with this whole wave of consist inconsistency, right? And uh, it was a time of a powerful encounter that I had with the Lord. A powerful encounter. And what shifted in my life, and I'm telling you, it's a secret. What shifted in my life is 
to stop looking at myself and start looking at Jesus. See, I know you would have heard this a lot, but I'm telling you, every time you stop looking at yourself and start looking at Jesus, everything changes. Everything. The easiest way to become depressed is look at yourself. Easiest way. See, when you look at yourself, you see your achievements, you see your pride. You're like, oh, wow, Sam, you're doing a great job, man. You know, you're moving to a new facility. Wow, that's amazing. You know, you, you can get into a state of pride, right? Or you look at yourself and you're like, man, that fellow has a bigger car than you. Oh, man, did you, did you see the clothes that they're wearing? What, what is going to happen? You get in that comparison mode and you become insecure. Both insecurity and pride, both are the fruits of the same tree, which is pride again. It is pride. Because when you turn yourself away, when you turn your eyes from looking at yourself, looking at what you have done and you see God, Jesus, you see Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of our faith. You see Jesus, then you begin to change your reality. You cannot change your reality as long as you are seeing within yourself as long as you're looking at yourself. It's when you see Jesus, right? When you see Jesus, that's why Paul says in Colossians 3 verse 1, he says, set your mind on things of above. Set your mind on things of above. Why? Because if you had died with him, you were also raised with him. And if you raised with him, set your mind on things of above. When you set your mind on things of above, you hide. You know, you, you are hidden behind Jesus so that when Christ is revealed, you are also revealed. See, you will not know who you are unless you don't see Jesus. You are incomplete unless you don't see Jesus. When Jesus is revealed is when you get to know, oh, this is who I am. Wow. Oh, that's who I am. Oh, why am I struggling through this? This is who I am. See, David and Goliath, right? Just imagine with me. David is like so short, young guy. And Goliath is like an expert fighter. Huge. But what was it in David that had that he had the audacity to go and challenge him? What was, he, what, what was the confidence that he had? The confidence was that he saw God. When he saw Goliath standing in front of him, he saw God who was standing with him. He saw God. So you and me, the confidence, the consistency that can come in living in the kingdom of God can only come when you and me, our eyes are on Jesus. As long as our eyes are on Jesus, if Jesus says, walk on the water, you can walk on the water. If he says, walk on the fire, you can walk on the fire. If you say, fire fall down from heaven, it will happen. If you say, split the Red Seas, it will happen. Why? As long as your eyes are on Jesus, your reality is not defined by who you are. Your reality is defined by who the King is. Your eyes to be on Jesus. Your eyes to be on Jesus. You want to live a consistent life? You really want to live a consistent life that depicts the reality of God's kingdom? Eyes to be on Jesus and ears to what He is saying. If you can consistently train yourself to look at Jesus at all times and to keep hearing what Jesus is saying, because look at Jesus, right? He says, I don't do anything of my own will. I don't do anything of my own accord. I listen to what he is 
and I see what he is doing. Everything that Jesus did, everything. See, I was on a 21 day fast, supposedly. For the 11th day, I failed miserably. But there are a lot of things that I learned during the period of fasting. And one thing that I learned is the power of darkness will not let go of you. Will not let go of you so easily. The power of darkness will try everything that they know in their books, in their up their sleeves, all the tricks that they know to distract you, to confuse you, to make you afraid, to challenge you because they do not enjoy when a child of God is experiencing the kingdom in his mind and his soul and his body as well. They don't, they don't enjoy that. So the power of darkness will do everything that it can. Everything that it can. So when you are fasting, I'm, I'm telling you something. When you are fasting, I'm telling you something from my failure, okay? When you are fasting, what you're doing is you're changing your source of life from what you eat to the voice of God. That's why... That's what Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So there is a reality for each and every one of us as a child of God that we can shift our source from bread and chicken. We can shift that source from that, what we eat, to just hearing God's voice and be filled. Be filled, be encouraged, be strengthened. Moses was with God 40 days and 40 nights. And he had the strength to come down the mountain and go up the mountain without eating. Why? Because there's energy that comes from listening to God's voice. There's an energy that your body can take nourishment from by just listening to the voice of God. Your body is designed in a way. Your body is designed. I'm, I'm not talking about your spiritual body. I'm telling you about this body. This body is designed in a way that it can listen to the voice of God and be filled. We have become so carnal beings that one meal, missing out one meal is so difficult. And we don't realize that it's the power of darkness trying to limit us and say, hey, you know what? If you don't eat this meal, you will have headache. You will feel dizzy. You will feel all of that. It's the power of darkness trying to limit you. Please understand that there's a reality for each and every one of you that you can live purely by listening to what the Lord is saying. Not food, not finances, not these Relational affirmations, but just listening to the voice of God can satisfy me, can fulfill me. See guys, you're, you're very young and so am I. And I'm, and I'm saying that you'll get this, get this sooner than later. Maybe it will take 40, 50 years for you to realize that everything that you are chasing in your career, in your relationships, in the things that you are aiming for, Maybe it will take 50 years for you to realize that all that you were chasing was a peace of God. All that you were chasing was a fulfillment that comes from the Lord. Why wait for 50 years and be disappointed when you can have that peace, that fulfillment today? Today. That's why the Bible says, today if you hear His voice, do not turn your heart away from Him. Today if you hear His voice, listen to what He is saying. Because the voice of the Lord has the power and the energy to nourish us, to strengthen us. See what Jesus said, Matthew 7 verse 24. Jesus said, everyone who hears these words of mine 
and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock and everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell and great was the fall of it christian life does not promise you that the rain will not come Christian life does not promise you that the storms will not stand up against you. Christian life does not promise you that the problems will not come hitting you. But what Christian life promises you is if the foundation that you have laid your life is in the voice of the Father, if the foundation that you have laid your life is in what you are hearing from Jesus, then whatever that comes against you will not prosper. Whatever See in church you know sadly especially in India Indian churches people come pastor please pray for me pastor please pray for me you know and i get that and sometimes you have to ask for prayers because if you because prayers give you immediate deliverance right if you don't ask for prayers it just means that you're spiritually puffed up but the problem is and i heard this pastor ankit said say this you know he said what if our language changed from pastor please pray for me to pastor teach me god's word so that i can live my life so that i can see the reality of his word in my life see prayer is powerful because it delivers you in that very moment but the word if you consistently depend on the word the word will sustain you so even if the problem comes again you know how to deal with that problem because you are grounded you are founded in god's word it's the word it's the voice of the father that can sustain us every time the devil came to him it he said it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of god so jesus is saying hey you know what you can give me this fame you can give me this money you can give me this finance and you know all of this that you're promising me but i don't care what i care for is what i'm hearing from the father and what i'm hearing from the father is just before i started this fasting i went i went i went to john the baptist and he baptized me and what i'm hearing from the father still rings in me which when the heavens opened and 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 the holy spirit came in the form of a dove and what i heard from heaven was this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased i just heard that voice and it is that voice that is sustaining me it is that word that is sustaining me Can I tell you something the word that you received from the Lord 20 years ago even if it hasn't been fulfilled in your life you know that word has a capacity to keep you protected and safe it has a capacity to do that let me give you an example Joshua and Caleb were 40 years old when Moses told them to go and spy out the land right so Joshua and Caleb go and spy out the land with 10 other people 12 of them go when they come back all the 10 people they say hey you know we can't possess this promised land why because they're full of giants they're mighty people they have better technology than us they have more money finances we can't do it but joshua and caleb they they go to moses and say hey just give us the word right now we will go and do it we'll go and conquer it because if the lord has said you will possess the promised land it can be done today right This happened when when Joshua and Caleb were 
40 years old okay think about it 40 years old now they are 85 years old turn with me turn with me to joshua look at this okay i love this passage joshua chapter 14 now joshua and caleb are no longer 40 years okay this is 85 years later meaning 45 years later now they are 40 years old joshua 14 verse 6 Then the people of Judah came to Joshua at Gilgal and Caleb the son of Jephunneh the Kenizzite said to him see what he is saying you know what the lord said to moses the man of god in kadesh barnea concerning you and me so what is caleb quoting caleb is quoting what he heard 45 years ago that means what he heard 45 years ago is still ringing in his heart think about it See Caleb has not he hasn't received the possession that he was receiving right but that word is still ringing in his heart that's why he says hey you know what the lord said to moses the man of god in kadesh barnea concerning you and me verse 7 i was 40 years old when moses the servant of the lord sent me from kadesh barnea to spy out the land and i brought him word again as it was it was in my heart so for 45 years he's carrying that word in his heart he hasn't seen it he hasn't seen it see the lord told abraham you know i will do this i will do that it took like 25 years but he kept the word in his heart he don't let go of it okay for 45 years think about it 45 years verse 8 but my brothers who went up with me made the heart of the people melt yet i wholly followed the lord my god was night and Moses swore on that day saying surely the land on which your foot has trodden shall be an inheritance for you and your children forever because you have wholly followed the Lord my God now listen to this verse 10 and now behold the Lord has kept me alive why is he saying that because in that gap of 45 years a lord of his peers all of them died and only two people were alive that was Joshua and Caleb all of his peers died right that's why he says behold it's the lord who has kept me alive just he has said these 45 years since the time that the lord spoke this word to moses see again and again he's referring back to the word that he received from the lord it's as if the lord spoke to him once but all of these years because he was meditating on it he was reminding himself that the word that came to him once it came to him again and again and again and again See some of you are disappointed for the word that you received 5 years ago and you're saying you know this doesn't work but how many times have you meditated on it how many times have you heard it again and again verse 10 just as he said these 45 years since the time that the lord spoke this word to moses while israel walked in the wilderness and now behold I am this day 85 years old. Now listen to this supernatural verse 11. I am still as strong today as I was in the day that Moses sent me. My strength now is as my strength was then for war and for going and coming. Verse 12. So now give me this hill country of which the Lord spoke on that day. For you heard on that day how the Anakim were there with great fortified cities. It may be that the Lord will be with me and I shall drive them out just as the lord said 
See, Caleb here, he's 85 years old. He's not coming with some motivational speaking that he just heard, okay? He knows the word that he received from the Lord. And it's the word that is, you know, that is burning in his heart. And he tells, tells Joshua, he tells Joshua, hey, give me that hill. Just give me the permission. Because I am as, I am as strong as I was 45 years old ago. Why? What made him strong as he was 45 years ago? Because it was the word. It was the word. You can be 85 years old, doesn't matter. But the word has the power to make you strong, to keep you strong, to sustain you strong. Word. Think about an 85-year-old. I think our Naresh uncle is almost in his 80s, right? Just think about it. A person who is 85 years old has the audacity to say that. Hey, I will drive out the giants from that hill because that word that the Lord spoke 45 years ago is still burning in my heart. I can do this because it is, it is, it is what the Lord said. I'm not doing this by my own strength. It is because what the Lord said, I know that the kingdom, that the kingdom of God will back me up for what he has said. You know, when I was seven years old, in my free time, I would go to my dad's office and sometimes my dad would give me these small, small errands to do. Like for example, he would say, call that so-and-so person. So I'll go and I'll call him. That person whom I'm calling is older to me, is bigger to me, is stronger to me. But I never got scared. Why? Because I am just a messenger of the one who has sent me. Because when I am speaking those words, it's as if my dad is speaking it. See, please understand that when you speak the word of God, when you carry the word of God, it's not you who's doing it. It is you are carried forward. You're, you're like acting as proxy to the one who has said the word. That's why Caleb is saying, yes, I am 85 years old, but I'm just a proxy to what the Lord said 45 years ago. That's why I can do this. I know I can do this because it is the Lord who said it. You want consistency in your relationship with God. You want consistent living in the, kingdom of, in the kingdom of God. You want to live consistently in that reality of God's kingdom where His righteousness, His peace and His joy, they never run out. Listen to the voice of God. Keep listening to the voice of God. That's why Paul says faith comes by hearing and hearing the voice of God. Faith comes by hearing. When you're sitting for prayer, you're not just sitting for prayer to tell, Lord, I want this, I want that. Man, that's not why we are there for prayer. We are there for prayer to listen to what He's saying. When we open our scriptures, we are there to listen to what He's speaking. Because it is His voice that can sustain us. It is His voice. Did you know that Elijah, the mighty man of God, just simple words that came from the queen's mouth was what got him scared. He just saw the fire of God from heaven. But Queen Jezebel said, I'm telling you, I'll kill you. And he was afraid. Simple words. Can I tell you something? What you are listening to matters. As faith comes by hearing, fear also comes by hearing. What you listen to matters. If you listen to God's word, it will bring faith. If you don't listen to God's word, it will bring you fear into your life. Same Elijah. You know, the church is looking for miracles. Can I tell you something? Miracles will not add any value to your faith. Miracles do not bring faith. 
Ask the people of Israelites who saw miracles, who saw manna falling down from heaven, who saw water gushing out from the rock. Miracles do not add to your faith. Miracles don't do anything to your faith. Miracles, you will all be entertained. Ha, wow, wow, wow. Today is Palm Sunday, right? Palm Sunday is the day when we celebrate the coming of Jesus on the donkey into Jerusalem. Do you know how many people were there to celebrate him? They were the same people after a couple of days were there to crucify him. Miracles don't add to your faith. Miracles are good, but they don't add to your faith. You want to increase your faith. You want your faith to go to a level where you live consistently in the kingdom of God. Listen to God's word. It's a simple truth, but nobody wants to do it. Listen to God's word. The Bible says like this, and the Lord spoke to me once and I heard it twice. Do you know what that means? The Lord spoke to me once, but I heard it twice. What does that mean? That even though the Lord spoke to me once, I kept it ringing in my heart. How many promises that the Lord has spoken over your life? How many promises that you haven't seen? Keep it ringing in your heart because it will come forth. It will come forth. There's a, there's a, there's a what is it called? A gestation period when, when the, yeah, when the mother is pregnant, right? There's, there's a period when she is from the time she's conceived to the time she delivers the baby, there's a period, right? Elephants take like two years. I don't know how they do it. Elephants take two years. But just imagine, dogs take like a couple of months. The longer the period is, the longer the period is for them to wait, to deliver, the bigger is the destiny. The bigger is the champion that is formed. So if you've been waiting for so many years and if the the voice of the Lord is as fresh as it was 45 years ago. Can I tell you, the bigger, the bigger is the fruit of that word that is going to come into your life. The bigger. So don't worry. Listen to God's word and stay in it. If the Lord has told you, blessed is the fruit of your womb, stay in it, stay in it, stay in it. If the Lord told you, you will be prosperous, stay in it. If the Lord told you, I will use you for the kingdom, stay in it. If the Lord told you, you will be a mighty warrior, stay in it, stay in that word, stay in that word. If the Lord told you, I will use you to shame the wise, stay in it, stay in it, stay in that word. Let the word ring in your heart. Because it is the voice of the Lord. The word of the Lord will come forth. It will come forth. It will come forth. Stay in that word. Keep listening to God's word. Keep meditating on it. Stay in it. I know there are so many of, so many of us here who struggle with struggle with unstable emotions. Huh? Our emotions go up and low, and you know we struggle with struggle with focusing our emotions on one thing can I just say this the kingdom of God is righteousness is peace and joy in the Holy Spirit what is the kingdom the kingdom of God is righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Spirit the kingdom of God is not an unstable kingdom say with me the kingdom of God is not an unstable kingdom the kingdom of God has come into my life to bring stability the kingdom of God that has come into my life brings order the kingdom of God that comes into my life brings peace and brings fulfillment I have the kingdom because the king is within me this kingdom has the reality to change 
change everything that I perceive. This has the reality to change everything that I experience in this world. It will change for it's a kingdom. I receive this word for my life. I receive this word for my family. I receive this word for my church. I receive this word for my city. For the kingdom of God cannot be seen by observation. The kingdom of God does not come by eating and drinking. The kingdom of God is righteousness, is peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Father, your stability. Lord, I just declare right now in the name of Jesus, the stability of God's kingdom, the stability of the reality of God to be upon your children so that they are not driven by they're not driven by the futile desires of the world. They're not, they're not driven by the negative emotions that the devil throws at them. The, the darts, the fiery darts that are thrown at them by the facts of life. But they're driven by your truth. Your truth. To hear your voice at all times. And to stay grounded in your word. To stay grounded in your word. Stay grounded in your word. Yes. Yes. Release. Thank you, Jesus. I just, I just want to say this and I'll end, okay? Understand this. There are three faculties that you have in your mind. The first one is discernment. The second one is reasoning. The third one is emotions. The problem that we have in our life is we let our emotions drive our life. And as long as we let our emotions drive our life, our life is going to be like this in waves because our emotions, they, they, have, they travel in the frequency and wavelengths, right? So they go in waves. Sometimes it's up, sometimes it's high. Emotions are a bad master. They are a bad master. But emotions are a good slave. Say with me, emotions are a good slave. If they are your emotions, then you can command them to, to be directed in a certain way. The other two faculties that you have is discernment and reasoning. Discernment comes from hearing God's voice. Now, hearing God's voice can be through prayer, can be through reading scripture. Discernment comes from hearing God's voice. The reasoning, the reasoning that you have should be built on scriptures. Okay, so when somebody comes and tells you, hey, oh, our dear brother Joel is getting married. Man, your life is gone, man. You have no freedom. It's, it's the wisdom of the world, right? The wisdom of the world, it's, it's, the, it's the demonic wisdom that is coming to influence his life. So what he needs to do is he needs to hear what the father is saying. And father says, hey, you know what? Everything that you touch will prosper. Everything you touch will grow. Everything that you touch will be blessed. So when he hears that voice, he has to build his reasoning on his scriptures. He needs to find scripture portions that he builds his reasoning on. Why do we need to build our reasoning? Why is it important to build a reasoning? It is important because when after you've heard the voice of the father, the devil will come to steal that voice from you. The devil will come to steal that word from you. So you need to build your reasoning so that when he comes again against, comes at you, you have to tell him, it is written. It is written. Are you listening to me? So you hear God's voice. Through prayer, you hear God's voice through scriptures, yes. But you build your reasoning through the scriptures. So many people of God, so many children of God, they do hear God's voice. But because their reasoning is not from the scriptures, they fall. Sadly, they fall. 
because their reasoning is not built on the scriptures so they are hearing so many voices right their friends tell them their mothers tell them their fathers tell them they're hearing so many so their reasoning is not built on scriptures their reasoning is built on what the world is telling them and because of which when the devil comes to attack what they have received from the lord they they lose it remember the parable of the sower the first ground where the devil comes and steals the word it's that ground why because your reasoning is not built on scriptures but your reasoning cannot be built on scriptures unless you don't hear god's voice first listen to god's voice what is god's telling you in the season every every area of your life that you're praying for every area of your life that you're believing for what is god saying for that aspect of your life what is god saying taking joel's example for joel it could be marriage for somebody it could be a promotion for somebody else it could be a change in career for somebody else it could be getting into ministry but what is the lord saying about it when you once you hear what the lord is saying reason build your reasoning with scriptures you should you should have your reasoning built on scriptures why because if your destiny is big the devil will come with everything that he has got and if you're founded on god's word my goodness you shall be like the wise man who has built his house on the rock and nothing that comes against you will sweep you away because your reasoning is built on his scriptures and then when you have low emotions high emotion doesn't matter you're sad you're happy you're it doesn't matter you still can experience the joy of the lord because you're drawing the joy not from outside circumstances you're drawing the joy from the kingdom that is within you amen okay let's pray father we thank you for this word we thank you we thank you for your kingdom has the power to bring stability into our lives it has the power to bring stability into our emotions and our thoughts and father i declare in the name of jesus that not one will fall away from the word that they have received from you because you have sent forth your word and that word will bring forth 30 times 60 times 100 times fruit in their lives and father today today as their shepherd and today as your servant i rejoice i rejoice i rejoice knowing that your word will bring forth fruit in their lives that this word will not go void it will bring forth fruit oh throw bread into the water and it will bring it will return it will feed and father we know that your word will fulfill the assignment for which it was sent and father we receive it in the name of jesus let the kingdom of joy peace righteousness in the holy spirit be manifested in and through our lives be revealed in and through our lives so that we can be a blessing in jesus name we pray amen amen